All right, here we go. The podcast with Pastor Cass. Necessary conversations. What up, though? Justin, what's happening, man? My man, my man, what up? Man, hanging out. Yeah, how you been? Man, I'm great. How about yourself? Hey, doing grand, doing grand. Just uh, still kind of run off some of that uh, Thanksgiving food, you know? Yeah, I haven't run any of it off just yet. That <laughs> yeah, was a figure of speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still recovering myself. Yeah. You know, work, being off a couple of days and yeah. trying to get back in the rhythm and playing catch up, but all is well. That's good. That's good, man. You know, just uh, doing my training thing like we've talked about a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that coming? It's going well. You know, so far, so good. Uh, all tests are... Uh, beyond passing going well so oh, that's great glad to hear it. we'll have some uh future results here in the next few weeks nice all right so folks we missed you guys uh, had a little thanksgiving break but we appreciate the love and the feedback uh keep uh sharing and liking out there uh want to make sure you guys don't forget us out there to share and trend things and like when you uh have episodes posted and you reshare them put some comments in the section get the conversations going that's the fun stuff so conversation we're going to hop into today it's going to be a little bit of fun for me and uh hopefully for you guys as well but we go call it you gonna learn today <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody knows that joke then that's i'm glad you guys are safe now <laughs> but uh pastor dorian i gotta ask you about this situation that came up that got me really steamed honestly. Okay. Okay. i was i was okay. heat and uh it started off with uh lamar jackson um this commentator for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not even going to give him credit to say his name here on our air. You know, not that this is some major airways, but I'm not giving him that credit. But this announcer basically says that Lamar Jackson's really only so good and has a decided advantage Mm -hmm. because the color of his skin is close to the color of the ball and his jerseys. So it gives him a half step advantage over other teams. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And for those who don't really follow football too well, one, you need to. Uh, two, if you have him on your fantasy football team, you're probably tearing the league up. But he's having a phenomenal year. He's only his second year in the league, and he's having an MVP season, and he's playing really good. And he's playing in a way that is non-traditional to what we've always been told quarterbacks are supposed to do. So this announcer says this thing and now gets suspended because he said it on air. You know, this wasn't something that got leaked. It was Hey, this guy's dark skinned, so he's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like a radio announcer or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Yeah. Why would he say that? So like stupid. on air. Like, you big dummy. <laughs> like, you didn't, you knew this was going to happen. He's suspended and most likely be fired. You know, and if because if he doesn't get fired, social media is going to ramp up and want his head. That's mm-hmm. just all there's to it. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes for his next job interview, they're going to come after him again idiot yeah that was not definitely not wise so it got me like why do people do that like you know it Mm -hmm. what's gonna happen and i thought about it further with other things like you know when people pick up their phone and we had an incident in my job where somebody hit send on a post that was like you gotta know that was gonna get feedback oh posted something terrible on social media yeah Yeah, he went on instagram and posted how he felt about certain groups of people in this country and represents my large company and he was let go oh man idiot and then like you know people pick up their phones and they call that person back that they know they shouldn't they send a text what you doing 
mm-hmm. or you know, and they do these things. Did I do a pretty good job of that? Right? Yeah, you went into your bedroom voice, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, why do we just always seem to make these same mistakes? And I'm not talking just unsaved, but saved too. We mm-hmm. keep doing these things again and again and again. Help me out, though. Uh, <laughs> so um, it's interesting because, like the Lamar jackson thing like it that is one of the most absurd things in the world um for him mm-hmm. to believe that lamar jackson is doing what he's or for him to to so-called be analyzing the game and say that lamar jackson is a great quarterback and beating everybody because his hands are close to the same color as the football um and it would be you know if you want to use the word stupid it could be Classify it as such. I'm going to use that word. (laughs) And I'm going to, you know, one of the things I'll say about why somebody would say something like that on television Mm -hmm. or why we would keep calling back the same person that we know is not good for us, but we can't help or we keep going back to them or why we keep making the same mistakes over and over again. I'll, I'll, I'll say in a lot of these instances, because we can't help it. Mm. He can't help it. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't help it. He couldn't help himself. Couldn't. Um, no, he couldn't help it. Um, a lot of us, we can't. Um, we can't fight the burden of just hitting send and just, you know, like making that same mistake. So, to say that we could fight it. So, for instance, in the instance of my man saying that about Lamar Jackson, yeah, saying he couldn't fight it. Or making the post on Instagram, um, you would have to know it's something that needs to be fought first. Okay. Before so, like the Lamar Jackson incident is one thing, and then like going back to an old ex is another. So let me let me let me divide them. Okay. Um, and a lot of us we say things we shouldn't say, right? And right. we keep doing it over and over again. We know I shouldn't say the first thing that comes to my mind, but I still yeah. do it, right? Yeah. Put my foot in my mouth over and over again. You know. And that uh, was that was just unbelievable. Exactly. Why Why did I do that? Right. Um. So one of the things I say t- I say that they, he couldn't help it. So, um. The scripture says, okay, scripture says, all right, in Luke 6, 45, and there's a couple of different places that this is referenced, but a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil, for of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Now, one of the reasons sometimes people continue to say ridiculous things on the air mm-hmm. that are going to get fired, them fired or suspended or fined, mm-hmm. um, make ridiculous social media posts is what you're saying. We want to talk about why they made a bad social media post or why they said that on the air. Yeah. But that would assume that would be assuming they knew what they were getting ready to say is bad. Mm hmm. Most of them don't know it's bad until after. And somebody says, hold on. You shouldn't have said that. Somebody has and, to pause and, button. And, yeah. And then sometimes they still don't get why it was bad. Like the guy that made this remark about Lamar Jackson, he yeah. supposedly gave an apology, but it was no apology. He just, you know, it was a poor choice of words or he didn't apologize for saying something that was completely and utterly ignorant. It is because he was speaking according to what was in his heart. Mm-hmm. And he he wasn't thinking, should I or shouldn't I say this on air? This might come across as racist or ignorant or stupid because it agreed with what was actually in his heart. And for instance, what's in his heart 
and it's on a subconscious level maybe even yeah. is that I've been conditioned all my life that black men aren't great quarterbacks. Sure. Let alone black men who are athletic and run. They don't make great NFL quarterbacks. Right. So when I'm watching this black man tear the league up, I'm having some cognitive dissonance. And what he's actually doing is trying to make an excuse for why this black person mm-hmm. is winning. Sure. And it can't just be because he's a smart, talented football player. There has to be some reason. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what's in his heart. And then when he thought of, guess what? Lamar Jackson's hands are close to the same color as the football. That agreed with what was in his heart. So it seemed entirely reasonable yeah. for him to say it. So so many of us focus on why keep making the post, why keep making the phone call. We can't help it because that's what's in our heart. Uh-huh. And what's in your heart is going to come out. Okay. So it's almost a, a matter of, uh, and we'll, we'll kind of shift away from this uh, this guy uh, San Francisco radio guy, just for the sake of my sanity. Uh, we'll talk <laughs> about like our brothers and sisters that are listening and like how they're making similar mistakes um, with, like we said, repeated. situations, repeated similar mistakes mm-hmm. of picking up the phone and making the same mistake, going to the same girl, same guy. Yeah. It seems almost inevitable. Is it inevitable that we're going to do that? Then? It, it feels that way because, um, the Bible is that, that that scripture out of the abundance of your heart, mm-hmm. the mouth speaketh, you know, that scripture is deep on several levels because, again, it's the subconscious thoughts and ideas that we have. Mm. Um, also, one of the reasons why we make the same mistakes over and over again, um, and sometimes they're literal physical mistakes. Yes. You ever been trying to write something and you keep spelling it wrong or, you yeah. know, um, I have certain words I have to really consciously think about, like when I do. say Pacific or specific. Specific or beautiful. I have to I have to say it while I'm spelling it. B A U to fault to to spell it the right way. Or for me, I do the same thing over and over again. Going certain places. If I leave my house, uh-huh. going in the direction of church, even if I'm not going to church, I will start getting on six ninety six west. Yes. Like if I if I'm driving in the direction of six ninety six, even if I'm not going to church and I have no intent on getting on six ninety six. I'm going to do the turnaround to go on 696 West. And yes. I do it all the time. <laughs> all the time. Now, yep. the, it, it, one of the reasons why is because when we do a behavior and an action, mm-hmm. our brain creates a neural pathway. Okay. So it creates like a, a, a decision-making path in your brain mm-hmm. when you do a behavior. And the more you do a behavior, it becomes an, a, a habit once your mind has created a groove or a pathway mm-hmm. to that decision, because what your brain is trying to do for our safety and for us to be really good at certain things, our brains are trying to commit as much of our behaviors and our activities to our subconscious mm-hmm. thinking. Like you don't have to think about breathing. Right. You don't have to think about your heart pumping. You don't have to think about blinking when something is getting ready to go in your eye. You know, like a lot of times when you drive to the same place over and over again, you don't have to think about getting there. You can think about other things because you've done it so many times. Your brain can, so, so it frees up conscious thinking. So your brain is always trying to free up as much conscious thinking as possible. So Mm -hmm. if you get into a situation that is familiar, yeah, your brain goes back and it reverts and use decision-making that it's done in the past. So when we've called that person over and over again, yeah. when you get into a similar situation, yeah. your brain is going to go, that's the person to call. 
If uh-huh. you said that same thing over and over again, right. like if you're at home saying racist things all the time, when <laughs> when all of a sudden you get excited, what's yeah. in your heart, like your brain is gonna it's gonna shut off its conscious thinking of I'm on the air, there's gonna be other people judging. No, your brain is trying to put as much of that into you know, free up your conscious mind. So literally when we have bad habits, we make bad decisions and we choose to do them. Because sometimes most of the time that we get into these instances where we got bad decisions and we're making them over and over again, we started making the bad decision consciously. I know this isn't what I should do, but I'm going to do it. Mm, mm -hmm. You, You became aware that he wasn't good for you, but you still dated him for a while. Now you want better because it's not been working out for you. Right. And but you now you're still going back to him. It's because you created a neural pathway through your behaviors initially. Yeah. And now it's very difficult to break it once you get under the same circumstances. Your yeah. brain does what's familiar to it. Either in a familiar circumstance or a high stress or high emotional circumstance, your brain reverts to what it already knows. Just staying in that groove. Ooh. It does. It does. So that's why we have to be careful uh-huh. About, um, uh, uh, like the Bible says, evil communication corrupts good yeah. manners, you know, and, uh-huh. and who you're around and what you do. Like, because those neural pathways are so powerful yeah, that they can work before you even have a chance to consciously choose mm-hmm. your neural pathway. You'll pick up the phone and dial, mm. you know, you'll punch the person before. And then that's when <laughs> you see a lot of people, they do stupid stuff. And like, I don't even know what got into me. Right, right. And they're genuinely remorseful is because, you know, like hitting, it came out before they even thought. Like, you know, like a guy swinging a helmet at another guy. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but back to kind of where you're where we're at here. Um, I want to take it maybe a, a layer deeper. OK. With somebody who's making this decision consciously or more so now subconsciously to where like, OK, I've moved on from this guy or mm-hmm. this girl. They're bad for mm-hmm. me. But then. All of a sudden, this mistake has become more of a pattern. So it's like, oh, dating the same. I look up and it's the same guy. He just has a different name. <laughs> like, I even know some people who, I promise you, like, everybody they date is like Carol. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has the same, like, dog, that's the third Carol you didn't date it. Yeah. Like, what's up with, like, is that, like, all part of this whole same mistake pattern I'm seeing? Yes, it is. So if you make a mistake enough times, it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And then it be, can become a pattern, right? Mm-hmm. To where you can get out of that particular relationship, but get right into the exact same kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can finally get out of one financial bind mm-hmm. and get yourself into another. Right? right. We talked about that before, kind of uh, prior to getting on the, you know, hit and record. You know, people running into. There's people who literally get into the same trouble over and over again with the same bad spending habits. Yes. And you think that they would learn, you know, after the stress of yes. being near foreclosure and, you know, having to borrow money from the church to get them and they'll get right back into it again. So one of the things that happens um, when, and when a mistake mm-hmm. or a specific set of mistakes becomes a pattern, one of the things that you'll find the problem is we want to change the outcome. Like we don't like our outcomes we're getting. So in a lot of changes we try to make, we're trying to change an outcome, but we don't realize that breaking bad habits, patterns starts with us knowing that the outcome isn't what needs to change. Who we date isn't what needs to change. It's us that needs to change Mm -hmm. because what we choose, the, 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 the main thing 
for most for many people who find themselves continually in trouble this is this is huge right now the consistent theme you'll find in people that constantly find themselves in trouble are always on the losing end of situations mm-hmm. always making the dumbest mistakes in the world are the people that trust themselves too much mm. they don't they never let their decisions change how they trust their thinking. Now, so here's the biblical okay. context for that. So uh, in Genesis chapter number three, when the serpent deceived Eve, and I may have talked about this in a, in a, in a past episode, God told Adam and Eve they could eat of any tree in the garden except the one. Except that one. God said, it's all good except that one. Right. Now the serpent challenges Eve, questions why God would tell you such a thing. Yeah. Then the Bible says Eve took the fruit and she looked at it and saw that it was good to eat. Yeah. And she trusted what she saw. Ah, oh, yeah. As that is what I see is what determines what's good. Mm-hmm. The Bible says they ate and their eyes were opened. Right. So now our eyes, our judgment, which was faulty and was permanently made faulty. We, our eyes were opened, and now that faulty judgment system is what most of us rely on mm-hmm. to make decisions. So we will admit that he was bad right. for me, but what many people refuse to do that are stuck in patterns is say, maybe I am the one that's bad at picking. Ooh. That he's not bad, yeah. I'm bad at picking. That I shouldn't trust these these same eyes that made Eve trust and eat a fruit that God said don't. Right. We'll keep using those same eyes to judge good over and over again. And we fall into patterns when we refuse to believe that it's us that needs to change, not who we date. Yeah. That I can't trust myself. The, the Proverbs and proverb about getting out of bad habits and, 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 and changing Proverbs is just just a, a, a treasure trove of scripture. Yeah, yeah. Proverbs 12 and 15 says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Right. But a wise man listens to counsel. Okay. Some of the dumbest people I know are the ones. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging out with me too I much, know. though. But it, no, that's no, what's in my heart, saying. and it just came out. <laughs> um, some of the people that do the dumbest things, yeah, over and over again, are the people that think that they're the smartest. They're the ones that they don't trust yeah. anything other people say. They'll believe themselves over everybody else, despite the fact that they are the ones mm-hmm. that have gotten themselves into the situation over and over again. So what I Long story short is we fall into patterns and continual mistakes when we continue to trust ourselves when the constant in all of the situations has been our judgment, has been our decision making. But that's a layer deeper. That's probably two or three layers deeper than most of us are willing to go. We are like he or she has to go. Right. Or maybe I need to move to a different city. Maybe I need to date white guys instead of black guys. Maybe I need, you know, as opposed yeah. to do I, my decision making, my values, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My beliefs are maybe what needs to change. My identity may be what needs to change. My lack of validation, my low self-esteem. Like I'm if if I either correct me or I take somebody else's word for it. Yeah. Like let somebody else pick. That's probably gonna be your best okay. bet. Like that that's that's why many of us fall into patterns. Yeah. Is because we continue to trust ourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in, in so many ways, because it's like um, that kind of leads into my next question of really like, how do we get out of this just dooming cycle of over and over and over again? Because if we're trusting ourselves, what's going to help you turn the corner to start not trusting yourself? Because a lot of those same people I'd be willing to bet would tell you. Trusting me is how I got here and has worked for me so far, quote unquote. You know, like a lot of people really do trust themselves to the ones I know. They do. Um, well, it, but most of them probably aren't successful. <laughs> most successful people have a good combination of knowing what part of themselves to trust mm-hmm. and what books to read and what advice to follow. Mm-hmm. Like most successful people have the right balance. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't trust yourself period Mm -hmm. but it's understanding what part of you what part of your instinct you know a lot of things my gut my instincts you know and things of that nature there is a part of us especially when you talk about business and things of that nature that i need to trust but there's another like i may be able to trust myself when it comes to selling a deal yeah but i gotta trust the accountant when it comes to the pricing of the deal Right. Like knowing Mm -hmm. the difference. Most people who I'm referring to that fall into these patterns in certain areas of their life, they give themselves credit in places they have not earned it. Mm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They trust themselves for decisions and for actions that they have not earned the right to trust themselves. Eve and Adam had no right to trust their eyes over the word of God. Mm-hmm. over what God said. They had zero right. They had zero credibility. They hadn't had to look on anything <laughs> zero right, credit. and make yeah. a judgment call. She's zero. And, bef- and she, what would have been completely different. Guess what? Yeah. That's why the Bible says there is a way that seems right to man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Right. Is So all Adam and Eve would have had to do yes. is go and ask God. Ah. Okay. Hey, what's up? Help me understand why. Like, right, right. I'm uninformed. But so many of us, we haven't earned the right to be trusted. We haven't read a book. We haven't sought counseling. We haven't sought counsel. We haven't got the advice of other people who have done well in the area that we're looking to do. Yeah. We haven't earned the right to be trusted. Eve and Adam had not earned the right to trust. Their eyes hadn't had to discern. Yeah. Between good and evil, mm-hmm. how in the world are you going to deem something good? Now, every guy you have picked, every girl you have picked has been emotionally abusive, manipulative, and has drained you. You have not earned the right to keep picking. Now, let's talk about why. Yeah. What, what, so, so. Do you have a question? No, no, I, no, go ahead. I, I was saying, like, yeah, let's talk about why. Like, why? Why is it that this person does this? Like, So a, a couple of reasons. The main reason is because what's in our heart is what drives us. That, that, and that's, that's, that's deeper 
than most of us understand uh -huh. because our heart operates at a, at a plane different than our consciousness. That's what counseling and, and seeing a counselor yeah. and getting counseling is so critical. I tell people you should do it. It's a healthy thing to do. Mm -hmm. I know in the black community, we don't often talk about it. Definitely in the Christian black community, right. you know, I'm going to just go get the prayer oil. I don't need <laughs> to go and see a counselor, but yes. um, our definitions of good can be thrown off. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when you, I, I've said it before, you can't love well, or it's very difficult to love well when you haven't been loved well. Right. And some of us, the way we were shown love is in an abusive way. Mm -hmm. So that's what's in our heart that if they love you, they hit you. Mm -hmm. If they love you, they yell at you. If they love you, they're possessive because that's what I saw. Yeah. So I don't know that that's what's in my heart. That's what makes me keep picking these guys because when I see that trait, I associate it with love because I have a bad definition of love. Mm. So unless I can say, okay, before I even talk about who I picked, yeah, let me talk about how my heart identifies love. Mm -hmm. And if you can't stop to say my heart has a faulty definition of love, therefore I shouldn't trust it. Yeah. You'll keep making the same mistakes. So one of the first things you and I have to do to break some of these patterns is to first realize he or she and they aren't the issue. Yeah. It's me. And I am not to be trusted yeah. in this area that I need. If you've been picking bad women all your life, read Proverbs 31 Ooh. and let Proverbs 31 pick. Like that's the beauty of the scriptures. If you trust God in his word, yeah, you let the word now, the, now let me take a step back. You get baptized, have your sin washed away. Yeah. Fills you with the precious gift of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Ghost. He changes your heart. Behold, I make all things you know, and he can change your desire, therefore you make better decisions. Sure. Right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah definitely. Uh, uh, but ultimately, the Bible says there's safety in the multitude of counsel. Trusting other people's opinion. It's about, honestly, there's somebody that's listening, more than one person that's listening right now. Yeah. You trust yourself way too much. <laughs> you give yourself way too much credit. Yeah. The first thing you have to do to break your bad habit is to say, I'm not to be trusted in this area. Yeah. And I need to either get educated or give this part of my life and the decision making around it to some other people that I know love me. Yeah. Let your mom and your sisters pick your yeah. next boyfriend. I don't care if you don't like him. Trust them. Seriously. Uh -huh. I mean, it. like trust them. Let your mom and your sister say he's the one. Mm -hmm. You might not think he's cute. Man, I'd be single if my wife did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, but, kidding. But listen, if she had proven herself to be a bad judge of character mm -hmm. over and over again. Then she would have been better off letting her her, her mother and sisters pick. Mm -hmm. You know, like th th if you've been making bad business decisions or you've been handling your money faulty. Yep. It's time to call a financial advisor and give them the the checkbook, the bills and let them give you the money. Yeah. And set, like the first we don't understand the first thing that needs to be changed in the pattern. We we're too busy trying to change the outcome. Yeah. Where true change starts at us, our identity, yeah. our hearts, our desires, our definition of good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry to really stay on this. and I, I, mm -hmm. But it's just something I've always felt personally, I think, is one of the hardest things for us as human beings to do 
it's self-reflection and mm-hmm. self-honesty. Yeah. Because like the person you said that's listening to this, that they can't trust themselves. They heard you say that, mm-hmm. but you weren't talking to them. Sure. It's how do you self-reflect? Like to find out that you are that person that can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Sure. So here, and, and I don't know, um, especially, um, I'm not claiming that this is a completely sufficient answer because that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I'm sorry like, to even go to that point. Yes. Yeah. Here, here's one of the things that um, one one tool. Again, I'm sure there's whole more more. There probably yeah. whole books written on how to be better at self reflection. This is what most of us have to do: is all of the things that have like well, not all, many of the situations. That have not worked out mm-hmm. in, in, in your life. So if you're on here and you're listening and you don't know if I'm talking to you mm-hmm. about you trust yourself too much. Right. Because um, you may be very successful in some areas of your life and others yeah. aren't great. Um, or you, your whole life may be <laughs> in a pretty rough spot. But if you're not certain, I'm talking to you. If you have a pattern of a similar type of issue or failure happening in your life. Yep. Let me first say unequivocally, I'm talking to you first and foremost. Now, if you if you were smart, if you're smart, you'll take my word for it just off the strength of what the scriptures say. Yep. A fool is wise in his own eyes. Right. Like the Bible says in Proverbs, like only a dummy thinks themselves that smart. Mm-hmm. Wise people trust the counsel of others. So first, let me start off with the scriptures. That that's what the scriptures say. So I don't care where your life is right now. Yeah, you should take my word for it that we should not trust ourselves. Eve trusted herself. That's what got us into this whole right there dilemma. Dang, us trusting the same eyes that got us into all of this trouble. Most of us continue to trust them. Now, here's how you show what area in our lives. Um, Maybe we should really be skeptical of ourselves mm-hmm. um, is, OK, list out the situations that have all fallen apart, whether it's the guy you've continually gone back to him or her. Yeah. Or you've continually picked these type of guys or you've continually made these kind of financial decisions, dig your way out of or, you know, I don't know, repeatedly made these same type of mistakes or errors in your marriage. Yeah. Keep hurting your spouse the same way. Right. Right. How we analyze that is, okay, you start with the outcome. I don't like that this happened. He hurt me. Now, walk back and consider the conditions when you came to that crossroad, when you chose him. Mm-hmm. Like, how were you feeling? What was going on in your life? Mm-hmm. What were your emotions at the particular moment? You know, what was your state? What was going on at work? What was going on at church? Like, when we assess the environment of the decision will yeah. find out that there's a consistency in the environment. I was, I had, I, I, I had just had a fight with my parents and that's when I met him. Like, I promise you the self-reflection yeah. self-reflection is difficult mm-hmm. when we do one of two things, when we only look at outcome. Yeah. And when we start with us. So let me help for those mm-hmm. that aren't good at it. Yeah. Because self-reflection ends with us. Yeah. But if you're not good at it or you're not certain if I'm talking about you, assess the environment of the decision. Okay. And what you'll find out is the environment is almost consistently the same when you're getting ready to make a bad decision. 
Like mm. if when when it's time, if you're a person that consistently makes bad financial decisions, yeah, you'll find out that at the time that you get into that, the conditions are exactly the same. You finally got a couple dollars in the bank. You just got a raise, yeah. right? Or they just raised the limit on your credit card. Or mm-hmm. you just heard if you do this, you can get rich quick. Or <laughs> you just saw a house that you really like. Or like there's certain conditions that exist, yeah, that put you in the mind frame mindset. To make that bad decision. And if you analyze the circumstances and you see the consistency in the circumstance, yeah. that's when you can know, okay, it's me. Yeah. That under these conditions, I can't be trusted. Okay. And it's the same thing with even habits about eating and, 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 yeah, and health. About that. So yeah. much of our lives, the conditions are set up for a certain type of response. Like if you if 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 overeating and being lazy is a habit that you're trying to break. Now, you know you want to get in shape. Yeah. You know you want to eat better. And you know you want to go to the gym. Okay. Now, you can look at two things. There's always three things in all of the decision making. There's the outcome of whether you worked out and got in shape or not. Yep. There is whether you want to work out, sure. get in shape or not. Yep. But in between, there is the conditions. Yeah. And if I promise you, if you're listening to this, when you go to the go to home, Look at the conditions of your home. I guarantee if you're having a trouble with eating and going to the gym and being sedentary, the conditions for the days you went to the gym and the conditions for the days you didn't go to the gym are obvious. Junk food is very easily accessible. It's right on the counter. It's right in the cabinet. It's right at the front of the refrigerator. The remote to the television is right on the arm of the couch right next to you. Mm -hmm. Right. The television is huge and it's right at the foot of your bed (laughs) and you got a million cable channels Mm -hmm. and you got Netflix, Amazon Prime and Hulu. (laughs) You got all of these and they're right there and convenient. Now, your gym bag might be in the trunk of your car. Like even if you if you have one. Yeah. It may be in the trunk of your car. The clothes may not be washed. It may be in the basement. The gym is a couple of miles away. Right. It's it, it's not on the way to work. It's inconvenient, and so what you need to stop and say, okay, listen, this isn't about the gym and working out. This is about me and the environment and how I react when my environment is a certain way. So I got to know I can't be trusted if the environment is this way. I'm hmm. gonna pick up the chips if they're in the house. I'm gonna do it. So what i have to do is say i can't be i can't be trusted with chips in the house so okay no chips go in the house yeah. cuz what too many of us do is go you know what i really want to work out so i'm going to buy the chips but i'll trust myself not to eat them <laughs> now nah, fam you're not to be trusted if they're in the house yeah. cuz you know the conditions when you got a fresh bag of frito lay in the kitchen you're going to go in there and eat them before you go to the gym right, right. so <laughs> you and i have to so that's a very yeah. blatant example so when you and I know that, okay, when I just got a couple extra dollars, my credit limit just got increased, my credit score just went up, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not to be trusted. That's like the remote on the arm of the couch, the donuts right on the counter, and my Netflix subscription, and they just released a new series, right? Right. I can't trust me. Yep. And until I can be trusted, maybe you have to get rid of the cable subscription Maybe take the television out of your room and put it in a place that's hard to get to. You create conditions yeah. that are inconvenient until you can be trusted. Mm. So mm. self-reflection, 
that th- let me say it this way because your question was how do we self-reflect yeah if it's difficult for you and sometimes it is just reflect on your surroundings first mm-hmm. reflect on the conditions first mm-hmm. and then you can say okay the condition i'm not terrible I'm just not good under these circumstances and under these conditions. Because ah, right? self-reflection is hard because we don't want to be hard on ourselves. We don't want to judge ourselves yeah. as bad. But that's kind of my off-the-cuff answer on yeah. how to self-reflect. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but believe what the Bible says about us. Mm-hmm. You know, that our heart is desperately wicked. Who can, can know it? it? It just you have to believe what the Bible says about us. You know, and and you have to believe even what science says about us, that our motivations are so complex and and complicated that we can't easily trust even what we think about ourselves. Okay, definitely. Just believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I know I kind of went off the cuff (laughs) with that, but it was like once you gave a direct answer, I kind of wanted to dig a little deeper. So I appreciate that. Uh, that being said, um, with this whole why, 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 and mm-hmm. you know, people not wanting to learn, you know, like I say, you go learn today, though, folks. You go <laughs> learn today. <laughs> What's the spiritual takeaway you want to uh, drop on us, there, Pastor? Though, so, so first, natural, then spiritual. The scriptures say one of the things, and this is this is natural, and it equates to the spiritual. One of the reasons most of us can't change our circumstances well is because we start too big. Mm, uh-huh. We want to change our entire lives um, as opposed to understanding um, there's a uh, there's a concept called um, the aggregation of marginal gains. OK, the aggregation of marginal gains or my 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 boss used to put it this way. Tiny tweaks lead to major changes uh-huh. that most of us try to start with. And and I'm guilty of this. This is why mm-hmm. I, I I'm very familiar with trying to break this particular. Okay. I'm the type if I do decide that I'm gonna get in shape or I'm gonna you know lose weight or whatever, like I'll eat nothing but chicken breasts and brown rice three meals a day, you know, and I work out four times and like I go to this extreme, <laughs> as opposed to hey bro, how about just let's start with the pop. Right. That marginal gains, the aggregation of small changes, yeah. we have to trust that making changes that are within our power to continue. That if we make enough of the small changes that are within our power to actually continue, like I said, I, it, it'd be better to take the stairs regularly than to work out four times a day and only be able to do that for and keep that up for right. a few days. Right. right. You'd be better off that making the small change of, OK. No more pop. Small change of take the stairs instead of the elevator. That's something that is, it's reasonable. It's doable. Are you going to be able to see the difference from Monday to Friday? No. Right, right. But that's what we have to trust when I say us that needs to change and not the result. What you have to believe is that I need to be made new, not my weight. I need to be made new, not who I date. Like if you start with me and that that genuinely is where the gains come is when I think differently about me, when I think differently about health, when I think differently about love and affection and relationships, when I think differently about money and success, even more so like so many people you talk about making the bad 
decision when it comes to finances is I need to change my definition of what success is. Going back to a conversation we've had before, like who told you that was the right thing to desire and that your hunger is what's driving you like you're mm-hmm. that you're starving that's why you keep making those bad decisions right that if you start with if i change that everything else will change and it will change permanently and the aggregation the the when those changes pile up it'll lead to something major happening in your life yeah and the people of god that's the reason why the Bible says, behold, I make all things new. That's what God says. Yeah. But here's the beautiful thing about sanctification is we are declared holy from the day we're baptized and filled with his spirit. Yeah. Our holiness is a finished work. You and I are as clean on that day as we will ever be. Yeah. That is then why we can approach our sanctification, which is a process, right? Like you get baptized, you get filled with this Holy Spirit, you get saved, you write your name in the Lamb Book of Life, and then you get sanctified, meaning you get cleaned up, you get set apart. And that is a process, Right. right? Like you don't live the same way 10 years after you're saved that you did the first day. Absolutely. Even though in God's eyes, you're just as clean on day one as you are on day 1,766 of living right. Yeah. God does that so we can take the process of sanctification and know how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Because Jesus already ate the elephant for you. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. So we should be able to approach. You don't have to fix it all today. I know you want to be holy and you want your whole life cleaned up and you want to be able to show your whole life off to the world and show the devil. I beat you with every aspect of your life, but he is just waiting for the adrenaline dump to be over. And he's going to be waiting there with the conditions under which you make poor decisions. Because that's the other thing about bad decisions is the devil knows our conditions. Mm. That's what I said. When you self-reflect, before you get to you reflect on the conditions because the devil knows conditions he knows exactly when you and i are prone to bad decisions that's why the bible talks about jesus fasting after 40 days and he was hungry the devil took him that's when satan came to him and 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 he was out in the wilderness and that's when he came to him to tempt him right like he he understands the conditions under which he's gonna get you the reality though is what's in your heart is going to come out. Okay. That's why you and I, that's why Jesus, he quoted scriptures to Satan. Every you know, time. Every time. I guess what was in him. Even when I'm hungry, that's what's in me. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, I, I, people want to change certain things. You got to know that your heart is where this starts. When you recognize there's something you got to change and he makes our heart new and he can change what's in your heart. That's what we have to be considerate of. I know we want people to stop saying racist and stupid stuff on the radio and making racist social media posts, but guess what? They're not going to stop until it's out of their heart. Yeah. Okay. It's till they're out of their heart. And the other thing is even psychologically, they'll tell you the more you dwell on your mistake, the more likely you are to repeat it. 
Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The more you dwell on it, not, and a lot of that happens because we feel bad, so we keep harping on it. We keep thinking about it, and the bad part about that it's a it's like a a self fulfilling prophecy. The more you dwell on your mistake and you feel bad about it, the more likely you are to repeat it. Okay, that I did not know. Yes. Even like if you're on a diet and you break your diet and the yeah. more the longer you beat yourself up over breaking your diet, yeah. the more likely you are to either stay off the diet or break it again soon. Seriously. But people who break their diet and go, oh, I messed up back on the wagon. Don't beat themselves up. We're still on the journey, still making it happen are more likely to stay, get back on the diet and stay on it. Like literally, that's what psychologically they say is the more now. If you have made a mistake, you're a Christian or a saint. We yeah. are prone to feeling so guilty. Yeah. But guess what? He has freed us from guilt and shame. If you repent, I don't care if it was just last night. You fell off the wagon for the hundredth time. Yeah. His mercies are new every morning. If we repent. Like you and I should be able to wake up the next morning or get up off our knees from praying and asking forgiveness and be right back on the saddle. We don't have to dwell on it because that's what will make us more likely to, to fall right back into the trap. That's why he said, I got fresh new mercy for you every day. So you don't have to even dwell on that mistake you made every day. Get up, dust yourself off and let's rock and roll like you never made a mistake. And the more you, and that's spiritually and naturally, the more you are able to conduct yourself that way, yeah. the more likely you are to stay on the path okay. of righteousness. All right. I like that one. Perfect. Perfect. So um, that being said, folks, y'all got y'all got some good ones today. I know we missed y'all for a week. So Pastor Dorian was on a makeup tour, educating words like cognitive dissonance and <laughs> neural pathways. OK, like your neural pathways were opened up today. If you just had your ears open listening. Good habits mean a lot. Yeah. And then, um, you know, subconscious thinking. You mm -hmm. know, they might, there is one thing where they might say, uh, we as blacks are subconsciously more prone to eating chicken. Let's see, there they go. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, the mighty, mighty chicken sandwich finally found its way into here. And we're going to do a quick taste test on air and see if the hype is worth it, folks. Justin. I told you I wasn't going to bring it back up without bless you. You <laughs> did say that, but are we really going to be these guys? I thought I, I listen. Oh, gosh. Yep. I apologize, people. I thought. I was too good of a black to get caught eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Look, we're gonna find out if the hype is real. No, you 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 you're killing my testimony, Justin. Like I would be able to tell everybody and put my nose in the air when they ask me if I've tried a Popeye's chicken sandwich, and go, no, oh man, I like the rest of you people. You, what do you mean, you people? Yeah, That's exactly I would say it, and I would mean it. And yeah. now I won't. You you taking my testimony, Justin? That's all right, cause you'll have a new one now. It'll be even better. No, I'm gonna blame you. <laughs> even better, saying you Since somebody Watson. forced me. Yep. So, so what are we? What 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 am I? What am I getting ready to eat here, Justin? What do I have here? The internet's greatest sensation. It's a classic chicken sandwich from Popeyes. I don't know how you can have a classic sandwich and it's been out for two weeks, but you know, it's we're millennials now, I guess. Um, I'm not a millennial. <laughs> so here's the interesting thing. Well, Justin is chewing his sandwich. <laughs> right, right. I've, believe it or not, period, even before the sandwich, I'm not much of a Popeyes. Okay. Like I didn't, you know, that's not 
a fast food go to. Just you weren't supposed to go back in for a second bite. You're supposed to come back and talk after the first one. I'm letting so you talk. So I can talk. So I can chew my sandwich. Oh, yeah. I want to make you sure I'm getting Let me get an... through my first bite and you're already on your second one. Bro. Making sure that come I on, got man. an you accurate sample. <laughs> you being greedy because you're going for two bites before I can get one. So I got to handle the narrative while you're chewing and your food. An excellent job of it you're doing. No, but um, with that, Popeye's funny opposite was actually one of my go-to chicken places for all this hype. And it's been annoying that I couldn't get Popeye's chicken for the last six months because of some sandwich. But it also speaks towards, I don't know if you heard, McDonald's is dropping their new sandwich now. They're going to come out with one with a a pickle-based type of buttery, crispy, whatever. It's, it's supposed to be their comeback to this. But that being said, you can now say you've had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And... Um, what are your thoughts for a fast food sandwich? Yes, it's good. Like it tastes like real chicken. Yes, like, like I think that's maybe the way to put it. Yeah, like it doesn't taste like a fast food because most fast food, even if it's like you like the taste of it, yeah, it's like a McDonald's version. It's, of chicken, right? Like right, it's not right. actually chicken. <laughs> it's like some engineered in the lab yeah, chicken. Like I know this isn't what real chicken tastes like. This is like you eat McDonald's. It's a whole different category of food. It's absolutely not the real version, right? I've never met a potato that tastes like a McDonald's fry outside of McDonald's, right? There's I don't no know if that's a good or a bad thing, but yeah, McDonald's right, fries right. are amazing. I don't amazing. care if you're a fast food eater or not. Like you gotta yes. tip your cap to McDonald's fast fries being good, right? But I'll give this credit. That it tastes like a real piece of chicken that was fried yes. at the house. Like that's that's pretty good. That that is that is actually pretty good. I'm I I, I am impressed as well. Are I, you? I went with the spicy for myself because okay. I told you I'm a spicy guy. I'm. I'll have to reevaluate on the day when I can get one fresh because I snuck them in here and they got a yeah, little cold. So he did. He he he's he's. I'm a little embarrassed, Justin. <laughs> <clears throat> that oh, that man. we did this. That we did this period. We're a little behind the curve, yep. And we just—I just ate a chicken Popeyes chicken sandwich, right? You live told me I wasn't allowed to bring it up if I didn't want to bring I it. I did say that I was a joking, man. man. I said that was the last time we were going to talk about this. Man of my word. I apologize, people. That's it. The chicken sandwich mm-hmm. sa- this conversation is now over. We've tasted it. It's pretty good. I'm still going Chick Fil A though. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it's um, but I—I I mean, f- to be four dollars too. It was like four dollars a piece or something like that. It's yeah, it is what it is. But hey, no, no, that's pretty good. Glad to be back. We'll see you guys next time. Remember, you go learn today. <laughs> All right, Dope. Watson. <laughs>